other episodes to come. Support for WMF comes from our listeners like you and Replay Guitar Exchange in South Tampa, specializing in new, used, and vintage guitars, amps, and related gear. Replay Guitar Exchange's mission is to provide the right guitar to the right player for the right reason. More at replayguitarexchange.com. I gotta say, it was kind of a similar situation for me. Gone. The Suncoast Blues Society will celebrate their 25th anniversary this year, and WMNF is joining in the fun. Friday, May 20th, WMNF and the Suncoast Blue Society team up to bring the Jimmies to Skipper Smokehouse for this milestone event. For tickets, go to WMNF.org. First, I would love to hear your first song. Sounds great. Let's do it. This first one is a new one, and it's a medley with an old one. And it's starting with a song called Never Say Never. And the second one's called Gift to Me.
Listening to live music showcase here on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. I'm your host, Ken Apperson. Man, it's good to be back. It's nice to be back. I took a week off last week, went over to the land of enchantment to uh, unplug and find myself. One of those things happened. I won't tell you which one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we have Fast Preacher in studio today. I, I got to say, guys, I really like your sound. I like the sound. I'm a big sucker for harmonies, though. I'm oh, a yeah. big sucker for harmonies choir kid nerd you know the whole thing uh you can check out this show uh right now from our facebook page wmnf's live music showcase on facebook we are live streaming right now full production it's not just a little camera phone and a lamp we got a whole bunch of people in here working hard to make sure that this show looks and sounds really really good i'll tell you about all those people later on but um so fast preacher you guys are from all over the place mm-hmm. i know natalie on the drums she's from here in tampa she's got a couple of groups that she plays with guitar guitar purple girl can't wait to have both of them on the show mm-hmm. definitely going to do that we'll set that up natalie how did you guys if you're from all over the place how yeah. did you guys end up being the unit that you are yeah we all have roots in florida oh you um, do have roots in florida uh, yeah i'm i'm originally from orlando florida okay. so is grant the yeah. guitar player okay and um yeah, we have history through Orlando that way, as well as Jordan and I. Jordan's on bass. Yeah. And uh, 
now Jordan lives in New York. I live in Durham, North Carolina. And when the time came for Fast Preacher to have a tour back in October, I basically just reached out to a bunch of people and they were the ones that were willing and able and down. And I'm really glad that it worked out that way because we automatically had chemistry and it felt really good. So so chemistry, like that's a very important detail. So essentially this is a situation where the band formed in one place and then you guys all kind of spread out to other places. So New York, North Carolina, mm-hmm. are you still in Orlando? I'm still in Orlando. Still in Orlando and then Tampa. So you guys are from all. So when it comes time to do these tours mm-hmm. uh, and you made that decision to either, okay, well I could go with some new people that are mm-hmm. from where I'm from and mm-hmm. that would probably make rehearsal easier and it would probably make logistics for travel easier. And you said, no, I'm going to go with the people yeah. that I have that chemistry with. So, so that tells me that you kind of prioritize that feeling of cohesiveness on stage. After doing it for a while and having some experiences with people that I barely know, I, I would take that any day of the week. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Oh, lovely. Okay. So uh, this show is, uh, okay. So Replay Guitar Exchange is proud to sponsor Live Music Showcase, uh, Replay Guitar Exchange. Support for WMNF comes from our listeners like you and Replay Guitar Exchange in South Tampa, specializing in new, used, and vintage guitars, amps, and related gear. Replay Guitar Exchange's mission is to provide the right guitar to the right player for the right reasons. More at replayguitarexchange.com. I love that place, for the record. Have you guys been in there? We got to check it out. We have Oh, man. It's yeah. like Guitar Center, but there's but the corporate part is not there. All nice. the guys that are that work there, when nobody's there, they just hang out. And they play their guitars Sweet. and they they talk shop and, and I mean it's it's just a really cool environment. I really like it a lot. So, anyway, enough about Replay Guitar Exchange. <laughs> Back to you guys. Um, I really want to talk about the road. Mm. Okay? Cuz while like I ask about that on this show a lot, the answer is always different. Everybody's mm-hmm. experience of the road is always different. Mm-hmm. You've got the guys that are the party animals and the <laughs> kind of like, yeah, we we literally lit our our hotel on fire. We did we really did that. And then the guys that are like, no man, we're in bed by eight. Mm. We're up at six. We're doing yoga and eating granola. That's mm. what. So I love to hear that. But before we do that, mm. let's hear your next song. Sounds good. This one's called Busted.
Live music. You're listening to Live Music Showcase here on 88.5. We're live in studio with Fast Preacher. So I saw something going on there. <laughs> a little communication. By, so here's the thing uh, that if you're a listener and you're not a musician that you may not know. <laughs> when it comes to playing on stage, especially playing on stage with a band, there is a language that exists that doesn't require words. Mm. <clears throat> and a lot of it's body language. And some of it's just how you play. You get to know mm. the people that you play with. And you hear them do so you, you hear them do something. Oh, I know what he's doing next. You get that anticipatory thing, and that, that's how you get jam bands. That's how you get you know the freeform jazz bands. They they can just vibe off of each other. Telepathy. Telepathy. And honestly, it kind of it gets there. It gets close, right? Yeah. Because you get so good at it that it becomes second nature. Totally. And uh, that's one of the things I love about this show and it being live and and having a live band in studio like this is like you get all of that live experience here on this show. I love it. Um, so let's talk a little bit about the road. Yeah. So how many times have you toured, first of all? With this project, this is the second time we've been on the road. Okay. And uh, it feels like the fourth. <laughs> Why does it feel like the fourth? Um, we were talking about it the other day. Sometimes it just feels like uh, with habits and travel time and uh, itinerary, it just... Uh, it, it, does a number on you and mm -hmm. makes you feel way older than you actually are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've heard that before. And I mean, traveling does this crazy thing to your sense of time mm -hmm. anyway. Mm -hmm. Whether you're touring or not, you get to a place you've spent a day traveling, you go to sleep that night, it's like, this feels like a week. Yeah, usually it's hard to remember the day of the week. We always have to be reminded by someone else. <laughs> yeah, and then you come off tour, it's kind of like coming off and having jet, jet lag, totally. tour lag, basically. Totally. Yeah, so as far as like being on the road, tell me a story that tell me your most memorable thing that pops off the top of your head right now what do you have mm. what's the last kind of crazy kind of wild if you have anything in your back pocket i see a i see a smile over <laughs> here he's got one i'm just thinking of immediate like the the last show that we had that was very memorable was in savannah it was on this run it was last week it was at the thompson hotel rooftop for a pool party and it was put on by Swanky. this this uh, group called dog days presents Shout out, shout out Kyle. Um, it was a lot of fun. It was, you know, it was swanky and we got hotel rooms and it was relatively safe. Like nothing too crazy happened. But I will say that I busted my butt after jumping in the pool mid-song. So. Oh, shallow pool. <laughs> Yikes. Okay. Well, it was, it was coming out of the pool. I slipped and oh, fell. Oh, okay. <laughs> if there's video of that, I'm going to need someone on your... We're, we're going to need to dig to find yep, it. I'm going to need that. Somewhere. Yep, thank you. Love that. Okay, so... As far as like the touring goes, what's the what's the worst show? Maybe not the worst show you guys have played, but the worst experience you've had. They're probably not listening, that. just so you know. Interesting. But they could be. You never know. We might. I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to ruffle any feathers. Well, so you don't have to say where, but tell me, tell me about that experience. We did tell me play why. to like three people in a bowling alley one time. In a bowling alley. True. That yeah. might win. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. One of my favorite performances of ours, though. I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was fun. We Best performance, good. worst show. Gotcha. Yeah, sometimes, you know, it takes uh, rough times to to find some golden experience. So. Exactly. Exactly. So, speaking on that, um, I definitely want to talk a little bit about your songwriting because I dug into your catalog a little bit via, you know, streaming services mm. and whatnot. Which, by the way, if you're listening and you listen to podcasts, you can listen to this show as a podcast anytime, anywhere. Any of the places where you get your normal streaming podcast, just look up Live Music Showcase, WMNF's Live Music Showcase, wherever you get your streaming services. Oh. Um, 
Yep, shameless plug. <laughs> I'm good with it. It's fine. I like to give people as many different ways to listen to the show as possible. That's great. Because so many different people listen in so many different ways. I listen to podcasts very, all the time. Very helpful. Um, anyway, so let's hear your next song, and then let's talk a little bit about the songwriting. Sure, sounds good. This one's called Never Leave. <laughs> Kaboom, but I'm thankful for the time we had to sit and listening to Live Music Showcase here on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. I'm your host, Ken Apperson. We are live in studio with Fast Preacher. So let's talk a little bit about your songwriting style. Sure. Now, first of all, who does the writing? I'm, I'm assuming you're pretty much the whole thing, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it started as a solo recording project mm -hmm. and kind of evolved a little from there, like opening up um, the a couple of the songs that we played so far are on a newer EP that included musicians as opposed to the first few releases which was like mostly just me gotcha. so i'm trying to collaborate more and, and now mostly up. when you say mostly just you like so 
did you so you performed all the instruments mm-hmm. I, I would imagine so you're multi-instrumentalist mm-hmm. uh and you you are a multi-instrumental player and writer correct basically so you're mm-hmm. a composer of sorts sure i'll take that okay. <laughs> you have the tuxedo and well, that's a conductor never mind no tuxedo but i'll work on that honestly the best composers i've that i've met which honestly is a small number but <laughs> jeans and t-shirts yeah, all day yeah, we'll, totally. let the com- we'll let the conductors wear the suits uh so when it comes to the writing first of all it's very versatile sweet thanks it's you know that song compared to the song in the medley previous to it totally yeah so i would imagine usually when that happens it's the 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 fact that those two songs are from different periods in your life kind of like a visual mm-hmm. artist having like you know picasso having his blue period and, and totally and all that so was that true for you as well yeah totally and it's just like you know different moods people grow people uh go through all kinds of crap and uh yeah, I feel like, you know, as you grow through it, you learn how to express yourself a little better each time. So it's kind of just a reflection of that. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, that kind of shines through in the writing, I would say. Uh, I forget who it was, but somebody uh, somebody famous or somebody relevant, or maybe it was my mom. I don't know. But they said, um, <laughs> it's really hard to be a good musician without having experienced a good amount of pain mm, in your life. I feel good that. artist, that is, you know, not just that. musicians, but so um with that said, uh how much pain <laughs> have you experienced that's contributed to your contributed to your artistry? Um quantitatively. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, let's go ahead and just count them out. I'll pull up a spreadsheet <laughs> and we can just categorize and quantify all of the uh, emotional turmoil you've been through. I'll say out of the <laughs> out of the two out of four songs we've played so far, I'll say two of them were were painful and two of them were fun. Okay. So. Okay. <laughs> so uh, how do you as an artist take that raw material, mm-hmm. i.e. that pain and that experience mm-hmm. and funnel it and filter it into the finished product that we can now hear uh, on, you know, streaming services yeah. and you live? It changes from time to time. I think usually it just depends on a mood. And then, you know, using an instrument like guitar or something else as a way of, like, expressing myself or just, like, channeling that mood through the melody, usually. Yeah. And then putting words to it with whatever's on my mind at the time. That's kind of, like, the simplest way I can put it. Okay. So, if you had any advice for, like, you know, the fledgling writers out there Mm. that uh, we we like to think, I like to think that uh, a big part of the audience of this show is, you know, musicians want to be musicians, wish they were, wish Mm. they had been. If you had one piece of advice to share with them, what would you? What do you think it'd be? Um, don't be afraid. <laughs> don't be afraid. Okay. I, I mean, I don't know. I would go further, but I don't know. Yeah, don't be afraid to just try things and uh, hold on to them, and you don't have to share them with anyone but yourself. And that's as you know, that can be all it needs to be. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes the the ideas that we cultivate in our head about music, once it gets out in reality, it goes oh. This, mm-hmm. is, this is not at all what I thought this was going to sound like. But then sometimes it has the uh, complete opposite effect, and then you get a bunch of people who it resonates with, and that's kind of why we're doing this. So, is yeah okay. So when it comes to your fans and your live shows and uh, all of that, when it, how big of a difference is your performance in the studio from your performance live? Mm. Well, we play louder. We okay. rock a little harder. There's a yeah. little more energy there, I think. Mm-hmm. I think in the studio and some of the recordings have been uh, a little on the slower and lower side of things, but there's nothing wrong with that. I like, no, I like both, both ends of the spectrum for sure. Yeah, that contrast lends itself to both. Mm-hmm. You know, The contrast of the heavy, fast 
makes that slower, more methodical process mm-hmm. or more methodical expression of music that much more because of the contrast, I think. So you guys are playing tonight at Shuffle yes. in Tampa. Looking yep. forward to it. Along with Natalie, our drummer's other band, Katara. Yep. Mm-hmm. Very She's excited. Double duty. Very excited to get a double dose. For the record, I, I love Katara. Um, I'm dying to have you guys on the show. I already said it earlier. But like the the cool, just it's vibey. Mm. I hate to say that as a 35-year-old man <laughs> who's not allowed to say terminology like that. But it's vibey, man. It's really vibey. It's really good. Well, thank you. Uh, Natalie, how long have you been playing? You you actually have a really cool story. And maybe we'll dig into that sometime. But but um, how long have you been doing the Katara project? Uh, about two years. Um, I've been playing with Seth, the harpist, right. for about four um, and we've branched out into other projects, but Katara is about two years, two years old. I love that. And Shuffle is this cool spot in Tampa where uh, it's Shuffleboard, it's a bar, it's a restaurant, and they mm-hmm. have really great live music from all over the country. They have touring acts like sneak in there all yeah. the time. I love that. And you guys are a perfect example of that. So. Sweet. Oh, so uh, let's go ahead. I want to hear your next tune. Sounds good. You can hear that next tune. Um, But after that, I definitely want to talk a little bit about influences. I want to try and guess your influences. Because I'm watching, first of all, I'm watching the hands (laughs) on the guitar necks, and that's always a good indication of like whether or not you've had any kind of training. Usually, oh, okay. especially the right hand, you know, Sweet. alternate picking and whatnot. I love playing that game. Let's do it. We'll, di- we'll dive into that after this. Uh, but let's hear that next song. Cool. This one's called Misunderstood. Take it away, Natalie.
You're listening to Live Music Showcase. We are live in studio with Fast Preacher today. I, uh, again, like you've got me in a number of ways. Mm. Like you've caught me in a number of my biases. Uh, that's probably not the way you say that word, but that's fine. <laughs> One of them is the Strat sound. Cool. The Strat indie, you know, sound, I mean, you know, that's uh, sweet. <laughs> that's a young person guitar uh, tattoo. If you can't, uh, if you don't know what it is, you can go to our live stream and check it out. Uh, live Music Showcase on Facebook. Um, I was very committed to that guitar at a very young age, mm. uh, had one of them stolen, had oh, another man. one stolen. It's a whole thing. But uh, less about that. And uh, first of all, you're playing a show tonight at Shuffle. Yes. You're on tour. Where's the next tour date taking you? This is actually the last stop. This is the last on, one. On a, on a week-long run that we've been on, yeah. A big finale. Yeah. Okay, I like that. Taking Natalie home. <laughs> there it is, perfect, yeah. So when it comes to... Um, your influences, mm-hmm. right? So first of all, I'm, I'm having a hard time, honestly. Usually I can kind of see and can kind of hear a little bit, uh, but between like your vocal style mm-hmm. and uh, the way that you play, I see a trained hand, first of all. Have you taken any lessons? A, a few, but the, before playing guitar, um, I was playing cello, which I think kind of helped me with like, you know, extending and kind of placement and everything, even though it is pretty different. Mm-hmm. I think it just allowed me to build some strength in my hand before playing. I don't know about Grant. Grant's a, Grant's an a, a accomplished uh, oh, come on. <laughs> multifaceted <laughs> oh, come guitar player. Yeah. So. Okay, so influences. Let's see. Not a lot of training on guitar, but you've got cello background, which means you have Suzuki classical style background, maybe? Sure. A little bit wow. of that? Shoot your shot, man. What you thinking? I think that uh, <laughs> you probably listened to some Incubus. Whoa. Mike Isinger. I'm not familiar with Mike Isinger. He's our guitarist. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. totally. I mean, we, yeah. I, we actually talked about Incubus on this run, interestingly enough. Yeah? I wouldn't say that that's a strong influence on this band, but I think it, it all comes out at the, okay. end, the end. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> older or newer in terms of influences? I would Incubus. say both. Both, both older both and newer. Both ends, yeah, totally. Okay. Um, <laughs> in the guitarist world, how long have you been playing guitar? I've been playing guitar, uh, I guess it's been about 16 years 16 now. years? Yeah. Okay, and how, can I ask how old you are now? I'm 31. You're 31. Yeah. Okay, 31. I didn't know that. So you probably... It's, true. it's you, all true. You probably went through an Ingve Malmsteen phase. <laughs> <laughs> no? Absolutely not. <laughs> no, that's true. We can keep playing this game, though. I love it. You don't have any rings no or, rings. Uh, you know, bling or, uh, you know, giant curly head of hair no. and uh, classical in the guitar. No, that's cool. Clapton, maybe? Sure. Yeah, I think, I think every guitar player goes through a little bit of a Clapton phase. A little bit of a sure. Clapton phase. And then uh, David Bowie. I would bet. Yes. A little absolutely. bit of David Bowie. Absolutely. How, how, how much of an influence is David Bowie for you? Golden years. It's huge, huge influence because he has psych rock, he has soul, he has like proto, like pop rock and yeah. like huge anthems. He's like done everything. So I feel like that's a huge, like kind of nail on the head, huge influence. Yes. I got one. Okay, good. So how Although old- I feel like we don't quite emulate that. No, very no. Much, but we, we try to, 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 hit as many ranges of those genres as we can. So. The only thing that made me think Bowie is the diversity of style in your writing. Sweet. Really, truly. And That's then also like for. the ambitious style of writing. Because I don't hear cookie cutter formula, formulaic writing cool. in your in your writing. And you know, if you guys want to at home, you can hear them 
wherever you get your your streaming services, Fast Preacher, just look it up on any of those uh, streaming services. You can find them there. Uh, and take a look for yourselves, listen for yourselves, and uh, let us know on our Facebook or our Instagram what you think of Fast Preacher and uh, what kind of influences you think they have. If you're just tuning in um, and you wanted a recap on this. Oh, I love um, it. One, yes. one, uh, one thing that's been coming to us from people is saying that there's definitely a clash of Steely Dan and Thin Lizzy. It was literally going to so. be my next one. <laughs> Steely Dan was going to be my next one. Yeah. That's, some, that's sometimes how we like to introduce ourselves to people who are trying to get a quick quick understanding steely dan and thin lizzy had a illegitimate child basically (laughs) yeah because there's no way it would be legitimate those two bands on stage at the same time (laughs) no no way uh yeah all right so how old were you when you first at least had an inkling that oh i want to do that i heard you heard something oh man i want to be a musician i think little or were uh, you i mean i guess well so i have i grew up with musician parents so it was like always around me even though they didn't have like a direct influence like hey you should try this or you should try that it's like musical instruments were just around so it was just i was just a kind of a byproduct of my environment osmosis almost yeah what about y'all i'm curious about everyone else in the yeah group. the other band members yeah uh my dad is also a musician <laughs> okay but bluegrass music okay yeah mm. what do you think can you repeat the question? <laughs> <laughs> Where were you on the night of the third? No. Um, how old were you? And, and like, what was like the first moment when you were a kid or, or however old you were when you first were like, yeah, I want to I play that. I want to mm. be a musician. Music is not something that's really in my family. I'm the only one of three sibling or four total children that plays music. But from an early age, they put me through like piano lessons and... I think I maintained the language throughout the rest of my life without really knowing that that's what I was going to do until it's what I wanted to do. Cool. Yeah, I love that. Natalie. Yeah, Natalie's got an interesting... Uh, I know a little bit about uh, Blackwell and... Mm-hmm, sure, yeah. I, my uncle originally played, though, when I was growing up, and uh, he had a kit, a pearl kit, red pearl mm. kit, in the garage, and I just fell in love the first time I saw it. was uh, lucky enough to be able to play around from an early age, around six yeah nice playing ever since see there you go you know i I love hearing about just the different ways that musicians find music you know Mm. you hear about you know religious people christians whatever finding god and finding and i feel like there's a lot of parallels there for us musicians like we pray to the gods of rock and whatnot (laughs) um yeah so i think uh we're getting we're past the halfway point that's for sure yeah um I'd love to hear... How many songs do you have left? We've got two left. we got two left. Okay, good. Beautiful. Uh, let's go ahead and hear one of those. Sweet. And then we'll get into some other stuff. Sounds good. This one's called Figure It Out.
asking himself if he's cool Another day for them will end Answers only time will end Yeah
Natalie Di Pergola on drums. And the rest of the band on percussion, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Live Music Showcase. I'm your host, Ken Apperson. We're live in studio here with Fast Preacher. And they have a show tonight at Shuffle in Tampa. Indeed. I can't think of... No, I was trying to think of... Um, I have, I've had a, a number of really good experiences there at that particular location, both in terms of Shuffleboard and in terms of live music. They have a great open mic on, uh, on Tuesday nights there as well. It's a lot of fun. So as far as, here's the thing. Okay, so when mm. I first heard about you guys, uh, friend of the show, friend of the station, Phil Benito with Broken mm. Mold Entertainment reached out and he was like, hey, uh, you know, we, we have this band coming in. Mm. Uh, you know, what do you think? And I, I listen to music. First thing I always do anytime I get a, a band submission for any musicians out there <laughs> uh, is go and listen to the music. Um, and I don't, I don't like, you know, if they send me a file or whatever, that's great. But I want to see that it's already out there somewhere. You uh -huh. know, at least they already have something out there. Uh, immediately, I was like, yep, that's good. <laughs> Sounds good. Watched a couple live videos. Uh, and uh, yeah, it was awesome. Sweet. One thing I've noticed about your marketing strategy is I, I love the, the like the outfits and the, like the 70s mm. kind of thing. Um, what, what inspired you to actually like go that route because it seems especially like talking to you now it's almost kind of juxtaposed with this you know that that whole you know iggy uh stardust or, or ziggy stardust sorry totally yeah uh is that kind of the influence of that i would say it's a little bit there i really like dressing up and just looking pretty for the camera and yeah. uh toying around with different looks and styles and iterations of my personality and i feel like if I don't know, just over the past few years, I've just become friends with a lot of talented photographers that are always like trying to find someone to shoot. And I'm like, let's go. And every time I wind up with one of those photos, I'm like, I'm just going to use this as a way to promote my music. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's kind of the gist of it. It's good. And it's funny. And it's, it's kind of like, um, it doesn't say that you take yourself too seriously, but you do take yourself seriously. Sure. Which you should. Uh, so... Did, when you started implementing that strategy, mm -hmm. did that help you? Um, well, did it did it change anything for you when you started using that? Did people gravitate to you because of that imagery, or yeah, I think did you notice a change? Yeah, definitely. I definitely yeah. think it, it, it's something fresh and it, it's something to look at. And I don't know, it just like draws attention to what you're doing at the time, even if you're not really doing that much. It mm -hmm. like you know, someone shares it or it comes on someone feed or whatever you know um yeah it's kind of like this is interesting what is this person doing because they're not saying a lot and it kind of leads them in that direction and mm -hmm. yeah I don't know. it's a it's a clever strategy is what i'm getting at and i i say this on this show all the time but frankly i think you have to hit people with a sledgehammer sometimes <laughs> to get through to them musicians marketing strategies whatever they are whatever you use mm. any strategy is better than no strategy first off second of all a second, second off, second off. I've had too much coffee today. <laughs> second off, uh, trying a strategy and failing doesn't mean marketing doesn't work. Mm. Just like trying to write a song and it's not the song you wanted it to be doesn't mean you're a bad writer. It's it a means, game that's always evolving. And if anything, trying, I think trying. it's 
It's probably a way for me of compensating that I'm not doing much to begin with. So it's like I need to put some kind of content out there. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say that you're not doing much. Because first of all, if I Google Fast Preacher, mm. you're the first thing that comes up, which is a lot more than you can say about Sweet. most bands. That's great. That's one. Two, <laughs> uh, you have plenty of press. Plenty of people have featured you in various magazines yeah. and newspapers. Yeah. You know, you're, you're not in Time Magazine, but why would you be? Like, that's okay. One day. One day, right. And I mean... The thing about those little news articles, those little, you guys clearly have figured out how to say, how to send a press release, first of all, or something, some kind of communication. How do you get in touch with those newspapers? Honestly, I have not done that. No, they find you? <laughs> uh, I think it's just been uh, helpful hands along the way that have that have uh, invested in me a little bit. So that's been really, really nice to have. Yeah. So what I'm hearing then is that you you have a team or you have like maybe an unofficial team group of people people that are kind of on their game with that kind of stuff yeah i i work in the music industry as some of us also do and i think you just meet a lot of people that do a lot of different things and once you once you get those connections and resources you kind of just um you know play the play the cards you do it yeah you do what you can with yeah. what you have where you are yeah so as far as uh like using that going forward what's what's next for fast preacher well so we just did this run which was really nice um i would love to play the west coast as soon as possible but i'm not going to rush to do that i think the first thing in order is to try and work on some new material and hopefully have this bunch involved with the making of that as well. So. Nodding to Natalie there in the drum booth. Everybody, for sure. everybody, 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 for sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, I love the I love you guys as a as a group as a band because like that cohesiveness we talked about at the mm. beginning of the show. It's there. It's there in every song. It's there in every note. It's cool. Thanks. It's a good thing to see. And frankly, when you go out to a show, especially a local show, and here in the Tampa Bay area, you see it more and more. Mm. But that cohesiveness, that that you guys are like one mm. you're a single entity when you're on stage and, and that's a really cool sight to see it's one of the best things about going to see a live band so fast preacher live tonight at shuffle in tampa uh i can't wait to hear how the show goes i've got a couple of friends going for sure Sweet. i know that uh, i would be there tonight if i could be i wish i could be but i can't but we'll get some video for you if you're listening right now that's a great show that you can definitely check out uh tonight before we go, because we're almost done, we're just about done, flies by, as always, mm -hmm. um, I want to read off the uh, the credits for the show. We This show is very unique. We have a huge crew, a huge team of volunteer individuals, all people that donate their time who are kind enough to come in studio and help us out with the video, with the audio, and uh, it's, it's such a joy and such a pleasure to work with you guys, just in general. Um, I really appreciate it. Mark Perfetti is our audio engineer. Mr. Mark, making sure everything sounds beautiful and perfect, as he always does. Uh, our video director today, Bob Hoke, is out. Richard Stone filling in for him as video director. He's also our post-video production person. Uh, let's see. Oh, and today we actually have the treat of having our general manager operating a camera for us today, Randy. Thank you so much for being here. And uh, Bree Shoemaker as well, ha managing uh, one of the other cameras, who is also our social media. We have a bunch of people doing like multiple things today. It's pretty cool. Uh, Pamela Robinson is our audio assistant, and she's our board op today. So thank you, Pam. Really appreciate that. And uh, of course, we're so happy to have Mr. Chandler Collada back in studio on the uh, photography and making sure all the photos look real good. So thank you so much. I appreciate every one of you. I'm your host, Ken Apperson. We have Fast Preacher in studio today. Uh, we're going to let them take us out with a song, if that's okay with you guys. 
Is this going to be the last one that we were talking about? This is the very last one, yep. Okay. I still think it should be Stick Together, if that's okay with y'all. Yeah, sure. This one's called Stick Together. Thanks for having us. See you at Shuffle Tonight, Tampa. 8 o'clock. having us for Fast Preacher. Moving down the line, we got Grant Payton on guitar. We got Jordan Rappaport on the bass. We got the one and only Natalie DiPergola on the drums. My name is Dan Hanson. Once again, we're Fast Preacher. We'll see you at Shuffle in Tampa at 7 tonight. Doors at 7. Show starts at 8. Let's go.